Welcome. Hello. Welcome back to Murder Happy Hour with Amber and Morgan. We're happy to be here. And Alice. And Alice. Hi, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you have a fan base. I'm yeah. sure of it. Like at least two people listen just because of you, Alice. Yep. Uh, uh, Leo and Mac are also here, but they nap. Yep. They're doing now for their nap. Yep. We celebrated his, oh, his one-year adoption anniversary. Adoptiversary. Yep, last week on January 1st. Mac. Now he's on the prowl. I guess nap time's over. Yep. All right. I'm sure you all were really hoping for that exciting recap of... Oh, what Amber's is, animals. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do an extra segment? Amber's animals. Can have a different jingle. Anyway, to murder. To murder. What we're really all here for. Yep. Today we're going to talk about a case that I kind of, well, I think is just as interesting as the John Benet Ramsey case. It is. It just wasn't as high profile because it's not a famous little beauty, little queen. beauty queen. And she was missing for 34 years, yeah. this girl was. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I'd never heard of it before until mm-hmm. I was looking stuff up. Um, but I find it just as interesting. It was. There's so much. And just a warning, you're going to be dissatisfied at the yeah. end because there's no answers. Not yet. We have a lot of questions. We'll keep... If, if it ever comes back around, we'll... Yeah, we'll update it for sure. Except for we say that in a lot of things. So <laughs> far, no updates. no updates. <laughs> Nothing to write home about. No, not yet. I hope you guys had a rockin' New Year's Eve. Yeah. Did you? It's not even New Year's Eve yet. No, we're where we're at today. Where we're at in the past. Yes. Coming at you in the future. I think we're just going to stay home with our kids and like have pizza and do like a little New Year's Eve thing and then oh. we're going out on New Year's Day. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. A little New Year's Day fun day. And then Thursday we leave in the morning for our last and final Christmas. Oof. We only had three this year. You know, we had three Christmases as well, but ours were all like... The Saturday before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Although the tree is still up. I know. We need to get ours down, still too. under Maybe it. that's what we'll do on Christmas Eve. Put the tree away. Yeah. Play Pop the Pig. My my uh, son got the Pop the Pig game for Christmas, and I was just explaining to Amber how you play that. You put, like, cheeseburgers in his mouth, <laughs> and then however many numbers is on the bottom of the cheeseburger, you have to pop his head that many times, and then eventually his belly pops open and his belt breaks. Very similar to a lot of us on Christmas. <laughs> but he's in trouble because he already lost one of the green cheeseburgers. Mm. And we've only had it for three days. That's rough. So he yeah. kind of ruined that for himself already. Yeah. You've only had it for three days and you already ruined your game. That happens. He's all about the board games right now. Oh, I love it. We were just talking on Christmas about how my nephew, who is now a teenager, but when he was like your son's age he was like such a little cheater at games oh yeah he's always been like that yeah and he would make up his own rules Mm -hmm. as you go but he's almost like a little conniving businessman or something like (laughs) he would like talk you into it and then all of a sudden he won and you lost and you're like wait wait what but how come how come you got to go up the chute that's not fair yeah i know (laughs) He's like, yeah, it's not fair. I want it to be my turn. I'm like, you're three. I know. But for the love of God, you have to lose. And we play this other game. It's called the Sneaky Snacky Squirrel Game. Oh, that sounds fun. Never heard of it. And if you land on the Sneaky Squirrel, you get to pick one from anybody's log. Mm. 
So yesterday I just had to make a prove a point to him, you know, because and you were sneaky and snuck his oh. instead of my friends that was over, and he was just devastated. Oh, well, and I'm like, sorry, bro, that's life. This is how you learn the hard yeah. life lessons. And then he got sneaky squirrel and stole it back from me. So well, and that's how yeah, that's how life learns goes. the hard life lessons that's, too. That's just karma, buddy. <laughs> Well, that's riveting. Enough about that. <laughs> Enough <laughs> about children's games. Children and animals and all that fun Our stuff. lives. This is, yeah, we have really exciting <coughs> lives. <clears throat> and then we get together and we talk about murder. And I'm still coughing, so still pardon me. <laughs> so we're throwing it all the way back to December 20th of 1984. Yes. Um, Greeley, Colorado, which is about 50 miles north of Denver. A uh, 12-year-old girl by the name of Janelle Matthews um, was her parents, her dad, and her sister came home from a basketball game and at about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night and nowhere to be found, disappeared from her home. She was singing in a Christmas concert with her middle school choir at a bank, and since her dad was gone to this basketball game with her sister, sister yep. and her mom was actually with um her grandpa her grandpa cuz he was sick so she was out of state i believe flown back east i believe was yeah. the term that they used so she was out of town so her friend Deanne's family um, drove her home yep. after the concert, and that was... About 8.15, she got home. Yep, and that was the last that anybody ever saw of Janelle. At, at 8.30 p.m., she answered a phone call and took a message for her dad. That's true, yeah. And that was the last time she was ever heard from. So she was still mm-hmm. home at 8.30. 9.30, her dad arrived home, and the garage door was open, but no one was home. Um, her shoes and shawl were in the family room by the heater where she spe- was spent a lot of time. Yeah, the TV was on. Yep. Um, her sister got home at about 10 o'clock but hadn't heard or seen from her either. Uh, so they called police and they arrived at about 10.15 p.m. Uh, the police did an investigation. They found footprints in the snow showing someone had been looking in the windows. Oh, and I just, oh. like, there's something about that I know, that, that is creeps just the me worst. Out. Especially because, like, that's totally me. Like, I'm the person that, like, I'm home alone and I, like, whip around and, like, look at my patio door like, who's out there? Yes. Nobody. Like, and Nobody's know, out there, you freak. I know. And, like, I, that's for me. Like, obviously, when... I try to keep myself out of, like, sketchy situations. But even it's, like, you're at the mall by yourself yes. or target or something Mm -hmm. and you know that you could easily get kidnapped but you're like whatever i'm just running errands but it's when i'm at home by myself that i'm the most freaked out that i think Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna like come in and or even worse somebody's already in the house yes and that they're going to wait until i come home so that's why i lock my freaking doors you guys are always freaking (laughs) locked even like if myself and my kids are home and my husband's not that door is locked oh yeah for sure like if my husband's getting home late you better have your key buddy because yeah that door is locked you better know your code <laughs> so um there was no signs of a struggle or forced entry and her dad said it was very unlikely that she would go far without shoes because there was snow on the ground yeah. so they were like that's just wouldn't be like, like december her. in colorado yeah, is not cold warm. and snowy yeah you're not gonna do that no and I'm um, kudos to the police because you know this happens a lot where they just like treat it like a runaway, but they like, knew right away yeah. it wasn't a runaway, Something and they treated it like mm-hmm. that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, him and Alice are fighting. Oh. 
Sorry, back to the animals. They're arguing. <laughs> this should really be on video, you guys. <laughs> Although I would probably have to do something more with myself if we we're going to Yeah, we, we have faces for podcasts. Yes. You have a face for radio, honey. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, back to it. Um, so the community quickly responded to, like, they all got mm-hmm. together. They started a search committee, um, put up flyers. Definitely were, like, yeah. I think it was a pretty tight-knit neighborhood. Smaller and, community, yep. yeah. And right before Christmas, and it was just a weird situation. Yeah. And really, there wasn't any leads, like, for literally 34 years. It was, yeah, it was so hard to find information on it. There was really no no true suspects, I guess. No. I mean, there were a couple that I found, but... Um, the police... We're actually staying up on it as recently as 2018. They were still contacting witnesses, and they were updating forensic tests. Like, they were not forgetting about Janelle. They no, were trying to get to it was definitely the, active. It was the coldest case in Colorado. Is that what they... I believe oh. that they... I believe that they said Either that or in that county. I'm, Interesting. I should have wrote that down. Um, so... Fast forward to July 23rd of two, this year, 2019, and her remains were found near the ex- intersection of two county roads about 15 miles from her home. So all this time, 34 years, she she's was been, right there. been 15 miles from her house. Yeah, there was an oil crew digging a pipeline in, and they ran across um, human remains. remains, and it was her bones, and then there was even fabric left on her mm-hmm. outfit that she went missing in. Um, they were, the remains had to be identified based on DNA from the family, so. Yep. They didn't release how she died either, but they did say it was a homicide, or at least yeah. I didn't see that yeah, they Yeah, I never that. saw that they released anything on that either. All they would say is that it was a homicide, and. So, back to the suspects a little bit. I just yes. want to touch on it before we get to, like, the main The main suspect. dude. Yeah. So, I guess her dad, Jim, was a suspect for about six months, and, I mean, I feel like that's pretty run-of-the-mill. Yeah, like daddy did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know, like, he was super cooperative. He was really calm. Then they thought maybe he was, like, that was a sign because mm-hmm. he was kind of, he's like, I just want to find my daughter. Like, this is yeah. ridiculous, whatever. And I, he was eventually ruled out. I don't think, I think it was just one of those things. Yeah. They kind of looked into him. They also, um, so Janelle was adopted. Yes. And so the police started looking into her birth mom, um, Terry Vieira Martinez. And I think it was so sketchy. They, like, put her under surveillance. Yeah. And didn't even tell her. Contact her and tell her that her, um, but her I birth daughter was maybe missing. if it was a closed adoption or whatever, you know, maybe you can't. Right. And then actually, um, so Janelle was declared dead in 1994 by her family. And then years after that... Um, Terry, her birth mom, reached out to Janelle's mom, mm-hmm. requesting to meet her. Didn't even know what had happened, and then yeah, ten found years out about later. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the families actually became friends, mm-hmm. which, which is, is nice. Nice, I mean. but I mean, it's just a sad situation. Yeah. Like that's what you find out about your um, baby that you gave up. But but yeah, so she was. Um, I don't know why they started looking into her, but she was ruled out as well. Yeah, and they kept an eye on her for, like, several weeks. Yeah. Um, and then there was just, like, really random dead ends. Like, some dude from South Dakota was found to have, like, 
all these newspaper clippings about the case. Of like course. such a creeper. Wackadoo. But his alibi checked out, so that was a dead end. Although <laughs> if people were to like look at our Google history, they might oh, call I know. us wackadoos like our, too. We so. had a coworker at the bank and she was like yelling at us the other day. She's she like, was. You are what's wrong with this world. She did You're she, raising children in this world. And those were her exact yeah, words. She, she threw was. her arms up after our meeting and left. And we were like, Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so back to the true crime. So back to our murder about. shows we're talking about. <laughs> I believe we were talking about the show Don't F with Cats. Yeah. Which I, I haven't watched On it. Netflix. I couldn't. I just. One of our coworkers was like, you guys have to watch this. And I'm like, oh, everything I hear about it is just really bad. It was really bad. I had her tell me how it ended. She's like, are you sure you want to know? I'm like, I'm never watching that show again, so please just tell me. I also heard that the actual movie Cats, this is totally unrelated, <laughs> with Taylor Swift is a total flaw. I heard that too, and it kind of makes me want to see it just because I hear it's like real weird. Well, there's that Raina, is it Raina Wilson? Is that what her name is? Fat Amy? Oh, I don't know. She's in it, so is I feel she? like she would be fantastic, but apparently Absolutely. it's a real dive. And who, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's... <coughs> I want to say, say it's Rotten Tomatoes score is like two. <gasps> oh no. So that's totally. I've never seen Cats the musical though, like otherwise. Have you? Yes, I did in school. Yeah. And it was good. I was going to say, I think <laughs> it's a little bizarre. So First now thing that popped this. up is worst movies of 2019. Of course, Cats made the list. <laughs> we meant Universal has abandoned its Academy Awards campaign for Cats. Even Universal is like, yeah. It ain't good. <laughs> we're, just, we're just not going to embarrass so ourselves. So it's Rotten Tomatoes score is 18%. Ooh. <laughs> that is not a passing grade. Sorry, Cats. So it's... So it, don't it, see Cats. Don't watch the Don't F with Cats on Netflix yeah. either. Just stick with the standards. Just stick to, like, Dateline. You know. The critics... One more thing. The critics' consensus, despite its formidable cast... Oh, my This God. cat's adaptation is a clawful mistake that will leave viewers begging to be put out of their musery. <laughs> <laughs> musery. Oh, that's good. Kudos to that writer. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, oh, keep it off my list. Um, speaking of Netflix, though, and this is another rant off topic, but if, if you guys haven't started or watched the movie Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds, oh. um, we started it last night, but we are old people, so we started falling asleep like an hour in, so we have to finish <laughs> it tonight. But it is good. Like, is it? really good. Yeah, and I, uh, the reason why Six we, Underground? Yeah, why we started watching oh, it. Oh, Rebel I, Wilson, not Raina Wilson. Oh, Rebel yeah. Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, the preview on Netflix, you know, when you just, like, automatically let the yeah. preview show, I thought it looked terrible, but then I saw a different preview and it looked good, so we started watching it, so. Say the name one more time. Six Underground. <laughs> <laughs> this is how hard it is for me to be an adult. <laughs> to pay attention. Oh, I'm worried about these names on this movie. Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. And it's like, it's Ryan Reynolds, so it's obviously like a little humorous, but yeah. yet it's like action packed. And oh. I don't know, the concept of it is kind of cool. I won't say anything else about it, but anyway, skip Don't F with Cats and watch yeah. Six Underground. Anyway, all right. Back to your regular scheduled programming. Yeah, sorry for all the tangents. Actually, we're not sorry no, for all the tangents. What, this is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. If you're not here for, you're it. here for We're not trying to be mean. Mm mm. You just, We're just being us. Exactly. 
You can just fast forward right past that. You if sure can. If you were fast forwarding. <laughs> back to the pre- back, back to the regular programming. Yes, listen, start listening now. Okay. Um, oh, back to so some other dead ends. So there was also a um, body found in Florida that they thought might have might be connected oh. to the case, but it had tattoos and she didn't have tattoos, so that was ruled out. Um, there was a truck driver in her neighborhood that was bragging about being a suspect, but I guess he was like really mentally ill and oh, it was just not like actually. not known. His claims were like totally unfounded. Um, and then even as recent as 2014, remains were found nearby, but they determined mm-hmm. that to be somebody else, too. So a lot of dead ends and not a lot of suspects. Except Mr. Steve Pankey. This guy, I don't know what to make of him. I don't either. He's, like, running for governor in Idaho, or he's ran for governor twice. Yeah, he's now 68 years old. Yep. So um, he would have been... 30? Was it 30 years ago? 38 at the time? So, September 13th, 2019, police announced him as a person of interest, which, like, they haven't even announced He's not even a suspect, is he? I think he's just a person of interest. Person of interest. He hasn't been arrested. No. But he refuses to speak with authorities. He gave them DNA, but he'll be like, I'll talk to them, and then they go to talk to him, and he's like, I'm not talking to you. Like, he's very... He, like, claims he's super cooperative, though. He's like, I told the police all this stuff right away, and, like, says that he, like, a week after she disappeared, he brought information to the police about his father-in-law, who was a grave digger, who made a weird comment about about a body. burying a body, or... I don't know. It was weird. And, yeah, he, like, went to the FBI because he was, like, I need to tell him about this, and I don't... He tried to, like, insert himself in it. Yeah, that's which a good is way to put it, which number, is, like, red flag, mm-hmm. red flag city. And they still really, to this day, don't know if it, it... I mean, he's their only person that they've named, but he... I don't know. Yeah, he... I don't... He said he didn't even know who she was... Until after. Yeah, didn't know she disappeared until he heard it on the news. Um, He lived two miles away Mm -hmm. from her house, which is where she was last seen. And then, interesting enough, so he's just got, like, all these weird, like, things that don't really mean a lot, but they're weird coincidences. Like, he knew the person who last saw Janelle alive, which isn't that weird. Yeah, he knew them from church or something. Yes, but then this guy that he, who dropped Janelle off... Steve says he was assaulted by this guy back in the 70s. Yeah, it's Like, a, okay, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I don't know that that's relevant, but that's what he says. And then also he was accused of raping the piano player at a church where he was yeah. the youth pastor. Like a date rape type situation. Right, and it was the same church that Janelle's family attended, but not till mm-hmm. later. Yeah, not until later. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And he's like, I had nothing to do with this. He wrote, he does this big, long, like, FaceTime interview, and it was really creepy. Oh, did you watch that? I yeah. didn't. Um, they also have issued a search warrant on his home in Idaho. Sure. But, I mean, 34 years later. Well, that's a problem. He moved to Idaho five years yeah. after she went missing, so it's like wherever he lived at the time, yeah. it's, they're not going to find anything now. But I also read he was also in 
like, multiple scuffles with the law while mm. he was living in Colorado. Like, minor little piddly things, but, like, sure, in and out of trouble after the whole date rape thing. Like, it's almost like he was taunts, is, was, like, taunting the police. The police, like, just thing, little yeah. things, but not enough to be anything. So this one's really kind of a... It'll be interesting because mm-hmm. they just found her body in September, and I mean, I'm assuming they're trying to build yeah. enough evidence against this guy to actually arrest him and make yeah. it count. So, yeah, I mean, they obviously have not um, named anybody else as a person of interest, so it's pretty likely that he He's does have dude, something yeah. to do with it, one way or another. And we don't know why either. Mm-mm. They've been really tight-lipped about that. Yep. Which I mean is good. They got to keep keep some stuff under their belt for sure so we'll have to come back at you with when and if this is ever officially solved but at least for her family's sake she's been found and they don't have to wait anymore after 34 years yeah there's a little bit of closure obviously not what they were hoping for but so sad it is she looked like a sweet girl too and i just don't know what to make of it if i think He's the one or not. I, I mean, don't it know. seems there's, likely, but... It just... There's just no information. No, there's... Like, you can... And I'm sure that's by, by design, right? They're right. keeping it closed. But even... And it's... I mean, it's hard to, like, research stuff back from when it happened in the 80s, especially since yes. there's so many news articles mm-hmm. now after she's been found. But there's nothing... Yeah. ...that really talks about their leads back then mm-hmm. either. So it's kind of like she went missing, she was gone... And then all of a sudden she was found and this guy is a suspect. Yeah. So kind of interesting. We had this art, we had this um, <clears throat> story picked for like three weeks now to talk about. And actually Crime Junkie just covered it last week. Oh. So it'll be interesting to go listen to theirs and see what they've oh, got to say. interesting. Yeah, we love Crime Junkie. If you yeah, we're listened, Crime Junkie junkies. We're junkies. If you haven't listened to their podcast, it's, it's super good. Super, super good. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Huh. Them and stay sexy and don't get murdered are probably our yep. two faves. We love our we love our true crime podcasts. If you have any podcast recommendations for us too, that'd be cool. Shoot them our way. We but like we like to listen to them. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Ash and Britt have to say about Janelle. Yeah, and what their I am too. Are. They're yeah. That'll be interesting to see what they find. Mm-hmm. That's different from us. Is that the Wanted a Christmas Killer one? Yeah. It was just released. Nice. I just was listening to The Highway of Tears today okay. when I was cleaning, so. I don't have to worry about that because I'm not cleaning, so. <laughs> so, we'll keep you posted, but. We will. This is kind of a riddle that has yet to be solved. Yeah. So. so. We'll keep you keep you up, and we'll, until next time, guys, stay safe and, and lock, lock your, your freaking, freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.